Good evening. Uh, we have just returned from an executive session held to discuss issues related to collective bargaining or litigation. If an open meeting may have a detrimental effect on the bargaining or litigating position of the public body. And that is in reference to the Medfield Teachers Association, Unit A and B. And under purpose number one, to discuss the reputation, character, physical condition, or mental health, rather than professional competence of an individual, or to discuss the discipline or dismissal of, or complaints or charges brought against a public officer, employee, staff member, or individual. The individual to be discussed in such an executive session shall be notified in writing by the public body at least 48 hours prior to the proposed executive session, provided, however, that notification may be waived upon written agreement of the parties and that is uh, the superintendent and the director of student services. Okay, so I will now call to order this uh, June 16, 22 regular session of the Medfield School Committee begin a roll call. Uh, Leah Brown? Here. Tim Knight? Here. Anna May O'Shea? Here. And Michelle Kirk? Jessica Riley? I am here. So this meeting is being recorded and will be posted to the Midfield TV YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. Um, so at this point, uh, I will take public input. Citizens at this time may address the committee on items of school business not on this evening's agenda. The committee will take such items under advisement without action or discussion at this time at the meeting at which the item is presented. All comments will be taken in person and limited to three minutes. Um, so please approach the podium and state your name and address for the public record if there is anyone who feels compelled to give public comment. And I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, the next item on is to approve the minutes for the regular meeting held on June 8th, 2022. Uh, do I hear a motion to approve? So moved. Okay, Anna May, do I hear a second? Second, Tim. And Tim Knight, all in favor say aye. 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 And the motion passes unanimously. Okay, now for the uh, really great part of the night, which is uh, we have under new business, uh, follow-up on a senior project that has left a uh, lasting impact on our district. And so I would invite uh, Louisa Brook and Dia Yadapathaya up to the podium to tell us about their senior project, what they brought to us last year. Yeah. Um, I, um, thank you all for listening to us. So we started the period initiative last year as a part of our civics project, which every junior is required to complete. Um, essentially, at the time, the Scott Scott saying the free period products provisions bill, which required all period products to be free in all public restrooms and schools. And we felt inspired by this and decided to start this at Medford High School. Um, we were all interested in research period property. It's a global issue. And that's why people cannot fund and spend money on period product products because they're very expensive. And we decided to make sure that at Medfield High School, everyone would have the opportunity um, to have free metro products. So the beginnings of this um, were started with these baskets um, and products funded by our moms and donations, <laughs> but essentially they were sustainable. Um, and we were seniors at the time, we had a lot of work to do. So we didn't really have the time to dedicate 100% um, effort into our project and make sure that 
the, the baskets were being filled with products all the time. Um, and that's when we started our senior project. Yeah, so um, at the start of senior year, like in the winter, we applied for some grants um, to get some funding for the products and everything. But sadly, those were not accepted. So we used the opportunity of having the senior project available to us. So we can dedicate like, all our time in order to get the funding for these products and to create a long-term plan. So at the start of our projects, we didn't know how to start like get funding and everything. So we looked to um, Kathy Thompson, who is the uh, head of the nurse department here. And she was so helpful and she introduced us to the company Aunt Flow. And what they do is they have um, provide, they have menstrual products that are comfortable, environmentally friendly, they reduce waste, so they were perfect for us. And they also have dispensers. And so they're super easy to fill and it does not take a lot of time and it's super easy to use. So we wanted to for this and we applied for some grants, but again, they weren't accepted and they also take a while to get processed and everything. So we wanted something to be done like now. So we turned to Dr. Morrison and uh, he was able to get the products into the school's budget, um, but we also wanted funding for the dispensers. So we looked to our community and started GoFundMe and thanks to everyone's support, we were able to raise the money in less than 24 hours. Um, so now next year, we're gonna have the dispensers and products and all the girls and genders bathrooms in the high school and also in the middle school. So people don't have to worry about having the funding for all these products. And also it does not waste valuable or any time going to the nurse and everything. So it reduces a lot of stress. So we're super excited. I, I, sorry, I just have loved this project since I've heard about it, particularly because one of the greatest causes of absenteeism in young women is the fact that period products are so very expensive. It's right up there with the things we don't think about, like laundry and kids not wanting to come to school because their clothes smell, and things like that. It's just a, a needless drag on kids who are already so stressed. Um, and I love that you came to us last year and presented about this. Um, and I love how much you pursued the project, that even when it didn't seem like it was easy, you just decided, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll just make a left turn and figure out how to do this this way. And how much you pursued through grants, through administration, through really thinking about how it is that will come to fruition. And, and you, in my opinion, you have a lasting legacy on your high school that thank, thank you. has really uh, moved us forward in a lot of ways around equity and understanding the broad range of human experience. I would say that when I met with them uh, two times, gave us gave me really compelling reasons why it was important. Very professional and articulate, and knew what they were saying. You know, knew the product, knew they, what they need to get, um, and came up with some solutions. My favorite part was the look on their faces when I gave them the budget book and said, "Now find the five thousand dollars somewhere." <laughs> what? Um, because so, I'm sorry, it was an educational experience yeah, too, yeah. so we could just. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's good. Great, you got it. Yeah. Thanks. Did you? I have a question. Thank you. Well done. Very well presented too. But uh, do, do any of the research to other schools in the state? Yeah. So Dover Sherburn has started the project, actually inspired by us um, through Kathy Thompson, which is really cool. And then Needham Public Schools has also started the project. 
And part of our project was to talk to state representatives. So we talked to Senator Rebecca Rausch um, and we brought this up there as well. And there is a bill being passed in the House, um, or it's already been passed in the Senate. It's called the IM Bill, Increasing Access to Menstrual Products Bill. And we started a letter writing campaign to all the nurses in the state um, to make sure it passed the House. Um, so that's kind of like what's been happening on the state level. Fantastic. And let us know how we can help going forward. Yeah. I know that this will not uh, be the first, the last time to doing back to school. Thank Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Do I have any public comment? Uh, so we now have our end of year updates um, of the some of the organizations that support us so much throughout the year. Um, so the first would be uh, PTO, the high school PTO. Would you like to? Thank you, school committee, Dr. Jeff Marsden, and everyone for listening to us. I'm talking on behalf of the Medfield High School PTO. Um, my name is Janie Boyden. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so the Medford High School PTO took a conscious decision this year to take a back step in asking for donations. Um, so we had limited funds. Um, and so the start of next year, we're going to really concentrate on fundraising again. Um, so this was our reason. I've got to apologize to them why we weren't able to support <laughs> their initiative. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. But I actually think in the school bar is actually more sustainable and mm -hmm. a much better solution. So, yeah, for good reasons. Yeah, we totally planned this. We knew that would happen. We were able to fund the visit from Chris Heron and the pet rally t shirts and the teacher luncheons. All three of them were around 5,000 each. So, we were really close to the margin with our with our budgets but we will really concentrate on on raising the funds this year the pto um, also supported the community service awards the student excellence awards and the school spirit awards as well as the teacher inspirational award we'd like to thank the committee members who will be retiring <laughs> co-chair kim price for her years on the committee and doing most of the work <laughs> And Ellen Trinity, for, uh, our secretary, for many years, thank you for all your great summaries of our meetings. And thank you to our subcommittee members for their support this year. To Natalie Madge for organizing the Pet Rally t-shirts and the Teacher Inspirational Award. Thank you to Amy Ferry, Deb Mueller, and Suzanne Tenhagen for organizing the teacher luncheons. And we hope you will return next year, please. Thank you. <laughs> I've got the numbers if you want to go through the fine details of our budget, but um, that's our top line from Medfield High School PTA. Thank you so much. You. And as a little side to that, as uh, all my grad would like to do like a little something um, as we fall under NHS PTO. Um, we also started with zero dollars. <laughs> for the online grad party after two years of kind of pivoting and going from a rolling rally to rally party in the park um, and we just at that time also didn't feel 
have to ask everyone for donations when you know it was a difficult time. So we did a big push. We had about 70% of the senior parents donate, um, which was great. Um, we did a townwide mailer, which I'm sure all of you received, asked local businesses, um, and uh, our biggest uh, supporter this year was Planet Fitness. They really came through to, to help us out this year. So we simply thank them. Um, the other thing that returned was the fashion show after two years, which is a huge, huge um, fundraiser. And they, uh, it was Jesse Pizzullo and Marianne Sullivan who ran that for us. And they brought in about $9,000 for the party. So that was huge. And I think the kids had a great time. Um, so with all that, we we're going to bring back the online grad party for the first time in two years back into the school. Um, the theme of the evening is Lane. So their high school career was a bit, you know, so we're like, for everything that was good about school. So they walked through like Memorial, which the letter people, across America, block, all the you know, Rocky Woods and things like that, um, which was great. Nature's Classroom, DC, Senior Cruise, all the good stuff. So um, also this year we was up a little bit with um, trying to save funds and also be very aware of the fire codes of not having too much paper um, in the building. So we a lot of the decorations were the kids. So they usually have like one wall of candid photos, but we put photos throughout. So that was kind of party entertainment for the night where the kids could actually look at themselves and, and let us. So they were just walking around the whole night, just, you know, like a lot of memories were coming back. And then we let them all take the photos down at the end of the night, which really helped with our cleanup. <laughs> um, by the way, the cleanup was done in one hour. Like we were literally out the door, our cars were packed, said goodbye, 6 a.m. out of school. Incredible. Um, so um, uh, also, uh, a came through for us and they provided the main meal for the event. They had a nice taco bar, did. Um, and then Bubble and Brooke also donated. Um, we were bringing it back to the Wheelock Ice Cream Social. So we kind of had that all set up um, for that memory. Um, and I just want to thank people but that's okay with um that helped us plan organize and do everything we could not have done without them um, our food team of kate tormey and laura kirk the entertainment team of jeanette hasapitas and denise iannone the cleanup team which was karen hotman shavon dennehy and lynn malquist and our decorating team leaders which were uh, dana ravich who focused on memorial pam o'brien which was the senior cruise ellen lindgren did blake and nature's classroom jen ryan was hometown heroes Christy Young was Dale Street, Tabitha Douglas and Jen Carlson were Wheelock, and then we had Alicia Silver with Rocky Woods and Victory Garden. Heather McCarthy did Blake, uh, which is DC Creature Feature, and uh, part of that was Titletown, which was great because Titletown was set up in the upper calf, and there was Celtics game, <laughs> and we had the game they lost, but the kids could watch it at least. They were all going to come late and wait until the game was over. We're like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had Um, she did the cook. cook. Right. This pig races did Hospital Hill and the Senior Sunrise, and the MFI youth leaders did the Little Welcome Area registration. We had our doctor and nurses, Jen Carlson, Lauren Gosner, and uh, Dr. Marsha Robitaille. And of course, which was led by Keith Vogel. Um, they were just there for us for every crazy request and everything throughout the night. Um, so this really does take a village. We had over 300 volunteers. We had fire support, uh, 
please support everything and uh, and all my materials. So thank you to everybody. Thanks for all your work on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. You know. <laughs> Oh, I'm more <laughs> yes, Janie. <laughs> so thank you again for allowing me to make this presentation. I felt compelled that Kim Price should be publicly recognized for the amount of work she has put into the Medfield School District. Right from the start when Adam and Liv were in kindergarten, Kim was involved with being a classroom parent, organizing class parties and teacher gifts. Little did she know, or perhaps she did, that she would progress to, on to be heading up numerous PTOs and NCPEs, organizing the town's many fun events to help raise thousands for the schools. Kim helped create fun experiences for the kids that they'll cherish fondly when thinking back to their, on their Medfield childhood, such as the Winter Carnival, Spelling Bees, Kids' Night Out, multiple theater productions and banquets, rolling around in the park, all night grab party, and of course, parent experiences to help raise funds by the way of the trivia nights, the sprinklings, and the pool balls. Some of these were no small feat. They took months of planning and coordinating and quite a few tents. Kim will be very hard to replace. In fact, it will probably take the equivalent of at least three or four volunteers to replicate the amount of work she puts in. She's creative, super efficient, logical, has an extensive contact list, dedicated and goes above and beyond to make sure everyone is happy and included. I have multiple examples of her thoughtfulness. Just recently, I witnessed that even when she was physically and mentally exhausted, she took it upon herself to go the extra mile to ensure everyone was happy with the details. Kim has the Midas touch in that everything she gets involved with, she improves and raises the bar. I know for sure that there are some fantastic parents coming up through the younger grades who do incredible volunteer work for the schools. But this volunteer group is noticeably getting smaller and smaller each year. And it's the same folk who pick up the reins each time. There aren't too many Kims in the world, unfortunately, who would do the same amount of volunteering to cover multiple roles. So parents, if you're listening, please get involved with whatever is being organized, however big or small your contribution is needed and always very much appreciated, and it's often very rewarding. It's not always about writing a check, although that helps. <laughs> it's always about the experiences, making lifelong memories and laughter. The all night grad party highlighted just this. The theme this year was down memory lane, creating decorative journey through the class of 2022 school years from kindergarten to high school. Many of these special memories were parent volunteer based, such as the ice cream socials, the spelling bee, three by three tournaments, winter carnival, Rocky Woods, and the all night grad party itself. Thank you to each and every volunteer who came to help, however big or small, we really did appreciate it. The Kim, you're too humble and will hate every second of this, but you truly are one in a million and you deserve the recognition. You'll be an impossible act to follow and most definitely will be missed by many, mostly me. Your kindness prevails, and we wish you all the success. <laughs> I'm doing an anime. <laughs> it's okay. It <laughs> In whatever new adventure you choose, on behalf of all the parents, students, 
and teachers who have benefited from your dedication and hard work. Thank you. Everything. Yay. Thank you. I thank I, you. Literally, thank you. even before she said something, you're standing there and thinking for the last what 10, 15 years? 10 years. I have literally either been facing you, working with you, <laughs> seeing you, and you're doing like five different things that I'm not doing along with the thing that I'm standing, <laughs> you know, like, and, and you're just so damn fun to work with too. That's the other thing is that it isn't so much when you do an enormous amount, but it's never a chore to work with you. So. I've truly loved my time and working with everyone. It's just, it made me happy. It got me through a lot. So thank you. Let me do it. No one works like you, honey. Ooh, those spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you, Jamie. All right, who wants to go next? MMA or CPAC? Come on. I'm going to fight. I have to call one. You know how much I love speaking. Okay. It'll be a hard act to follow. Yes. I know. But... Well, I'm going to accept. I see Kathy at all these Cast things. Cast so yeah. Can you, um, maybe before you leave, I just get a picture. Oh, yeah. But I don't want to be looking at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. For those of you who do not know, I am Kathy O'Neill. I serve as co-president of the Metal Music Association along with Daniel Locke. Thank you for inviting me to share the MMA's contributions to the mental music program during the school year. Due to the pandemic, we were not quite sure um, what to plan for the school year. Donations were down from the prior year, and we did not know whether we would be able to host in-person fundraisers. So we had a, many contingency plans and made last-minute pivots um, to some of our events to end the year successfully. A big thank you to our generous donors, community sponsors, and amazing volunteers for their incredible support of the music program this year. I would also like to thank the school committee, Dr. Morrison, Jason Bielek, and the entire music staff, and the principals and staff of each school for their commitment to the music program. We started our year providing an additional $2,500 in funds to the high school to complete the purchase of the concert attire for all the high school ensembles. Members of the MMA brought back snack table for the band when they performed at the football games. A big thank you to all of those parents out there who not only provided the snacks but volunteered at the table. We held two successful fundraisers. In November, we held our annual wreath and bulb sale, and we thank the student and parent volunteers who helped us tag and deliver all those wreaths the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Our winter fundraiser helped us to achieve a very important objective which is always an important objective of the NFA, which is to form a, bond, form a bond connection between young children and families, a music program, and the MMA. A big thank you to MAP for their support of this event. Our Build a Lovey um, Storytime virtual event provided us with the opportunity to make this connection, and we gratefully appreciate our generous donations from supporters of the music program. We finished the year with a flurry of activity in the month of May. The Jazz Night, Acapella Night, 
the changes to prom tonight kept us busy right to the very end. And we finished the year celebrating our seniors by hosting the high school music banquet. Along with the above mentioned $2,500 in additional funds to the high school concert attire, we were able to provide a stipend for the jazz band. We paid for the choral accompanist, choreography and guest clinician for sound waves, as well as guest clinicians at both Blake and the high school. We helped pay for supplies for the Wheelock Arts Night. We provided funding to give a token of appreciation to student volunteers at Dale Street for their help. And we would be remiss not to mention the countless hours of volunteer work by members of the board, as well as many parents from the music community. We finished our year distributing a little over $6,200 in scholarships, merit awards, and summer study awards to our student applicants through a blind application process. And this still leaves us in a strong financial position for the start of, the, of next year. In 2022, MMA celebrates 50 years. Oh, see, now I'm going to tear up too. We celebrate 50 years of successfully supporting the music program in Medfield. We hope to celebrate its continuation as a living and breathing organization, which contributes to the music program and music family needs and welcomes family participation. We hope the music department and the administration continue to provide enrichment opportunities and a welcoming environment to all our music students and their families. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just in case anybody thinks we're just a big bunch of criers, it's just because we care. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this last meeting is always bittersweet. A lot of transitions to happen. All right. So, um, and then Kristen for CPAC. Yes. Um, I guess I have no way to avoid this. No, you don't, but we're all here with you. It's just us. So, thank you. Um, Kristen Martin, I am the president of CPAC for this current year and next year as well. So you'll be fortunate enough to listen to me like stutter through every presentation next year as well. But so this year has been a very trying year for CPAC. Um, I've been involved in CPAC since my son started school, and I haven't had as many tears as until this year, and we've been tearing together. Um, as a community, we've come together, and we are, I am so proud of the support that we've gotten from Medfield Public Schools, the community, and the parents, and just it's been a wonderful experience being president this year and what we have accomplished. So I am supposed to go through everything. I don't know how much I gotta read. I sent it all to you. Um, read what you're comfortable with yeah. and we will be happy to hear it and pleased to read it. So, so as CPAC, the Special Education Parent Advisory Council, we are put in place to advise the school district, promote a network of parents, promote communication, provide informational forums, promote encouraging, Sorry, promote and encourage understanding, acceptance, and inclusion, and to communicate. And so that is one thing that I think that we've done very well this year is promote inclusion and equity for all of our students, whether or not they're on an IEP, a 504, or a general ed student, everyone, parents included. That's our goal is to educate and to make sure that everyone, no matter their circumstances, what they're coming in, that they are there to get educated, that's the goal. 
And so we've had many meetings, but some things that are really touching that we want to fit. Every year we bring the educational team leaders and Mary Rule is wonderful. Like we can't, can't thank her enough for the support that she brings to us. Anytime we ask her for anything, she is right there for us. Weekends on like when she doesn't need to be, in our opinion, because she has a family. We all do, but she's there for us. Um, she has brought the educational team leaders to introduce themselves to our parents to make sure they know who to contact if they need anything at their schools. Who is a point person beyond the school teacher? Where do they need to reach out to? She brings us our basic rights, and we're very fortunate to um, partner with with Medway and Medway's um, special ed director and or not the students service director. I'm not sure the title of Medway. And Mary, they do our basic rights for us, which is a wonderful conversation. Um, and then I'm also fortunate enough to be, as well as many members of the CPAC board on the early adopter for the IEP improvement project with Mary Gruel and Ann Buckley. Um, and so we've been going through this and in January, um, Mary Salamone and Mary Gruel gave a wonderful presentation to let the community know what's going on with that project. Then, Well, we know. We know. Go ahead, put it out there. We know. Seems like in our world, all hell broke loose. Excuse me. And we needed to step up. And it went from a February 10th instance. It was, it was Mary Rule all weekend and CPAC on February 15th. Five days later, we had a forum. Autism 101, now presented by Dr. Carol Wilkinson from the division, she was the attending physician at the Division of Develop the, the Developmental Medicine at Boston Children's Hospital. We tried many times to give her an honorarium, she kept refusing. She took her time to educate the community. We had about 85 participants that night. That was the most that CPAC, I believe, has ever had for one of our forums until March. Um, and it was a wonderful, as somebody who lives autism every day, to learn more. There's always more education that anyone can have. And that's what we were able to bring to the Metro community. That was part of the hard part. It was a really hard time for us, as it was for the community as well. We were hurting, and we came together to heal. But CPAC and the community and the school district, we went on our way, and we brought our post-secondary transitions um, presentation for the juniors and senior parents, and it's really helpful for even younger parents as well to have an idea of what's coming down the line. And we're very fortunate that Meredith Becker, our out of district coordinator, and Stephanie Ridley, we have guidance department chair. They do this, they do this, they um, volunteer their time to do this for us. It's like we can't be enough for all of the Medfield Public School employees that give their time to, to help us. 
and then it's March 21st, our biggest forum. We had um, Dr. Temple Grandin for our presentation in this room, and it was wonderful. I was able to like, it was one of the first times we were actually in person. We do all of our meetings virtually over Zoom, and yes, we're gonna continue that because in our lives, it's really hard to leave the house, and especially to get all the parents, a bunch of parents in one room that have to leave. It's just to leave the house, it's really hard. So that's one thing we're gonna to try to bring, continue moving forward with our Zoom meetings for CPAC that's next year. But um, it's a wonderful, we had, I remember, maybe 40, 20 and 40 in person. And I remember watching the count on the Zoom, like close to 200 um, coming in. So that was a wonderful presentation that we were fortunate enough to have um, with Medfield District. Um, one of our major donors that um, CPAC is very fortunate to have, the Louis and Mary Kay Smith Family Foundation. They um, don't they donated to CPAC to um, pay for our part of the uh, for the fee, which was wonderful to have Temple Dr. Temple granted here. Let's say we have a lot of support and we do feel it, especially in the times of need. Um, we know that everyone is here to support us and everyone. So we know that is why you're here. That's why you also donate your time, is to help our children and help the families. And then, and things that CPAC has done throughout the year and every year, we donate to the Towns Angel Run. Um, we award four scholarships to graduating seniors. So you get to watch, we have got to watch, we fumble through that as well. Um, I'm getting a bit better. It's easier when I don't read. Um, so we give to two seniors to celebrate their commitment to um, celebrating others that may need some help that are working towards making every other life, other students' lives better. And that's the goal. That's what we want our seniors and all of our students that go through these, these halls to do, to not think about themselves, but to spend some time and try to make somebody else's lives better. Whether or not they're on an IP or a 504, but because it's the better thing to do is to make the community just better moving forward. So we donate, um, we present our scholarships for two seniors who do have the volunteer service toward the special ed and disability groups in the school community or throughout the state. And we also, um, then two scholarships that are awarded to students on IEPs or 504s that the Medfield um, Scholarship Committee picks. And everyone has to, everyone writes an essay with like every other scholarship. And that's, we're very fortunate that we're able to do that through um, some of the sponsors that Medfield um, CPAC has been able to get throughout the years. Um, one thing the Medfield CPAC also did this year is we were a part of the district's tiered focus monitoring um, uh, and thing. We were interviewed in January and we amended our bylaws to make sure that they reflect what the state wants to see in the CPAC's bylaws. So we did that as well. I would like to thank um, the 2021-2022 CPAC board. So we have Catherine Mons, who's our vice president. We have Marsha Robitaille, the treasurer, which um, 
Jennifer DeCoste as our other district representative, Sarah Kinka, our high school representative, um, Meredith Chamberlain, who has taken over Blake and Dale for the school year, um, as our representative there, Lynn Kant from Wheelock, and Jordana Blucker from the Memorial. And I'm very pleased to say that for our 2022-2023 board, we have all of our positions filled. Nobody is overlapping. And I think we're really ready to hit the ground running and to make sure what we started this year doesn't fizzle out. We're not going to let it. And I'm pretty confident that you're not going to let it either. So thank you for allowing us to do what we want to do, which is advocate for our children. I, I have to say that I had one of those magic moments during the Temple Grandin um, presentation because I, I had dialed in, I was watching, I was like, this is amazing. And then I started having cascades of texts where people were saying, are you watching this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on it. And then I'm like making my husband start to watch. And then uh, there are people, I'm texting somebody and like, oh my God, I've got to dial in. Like it really was a cascade where all of a sudden people were watching this and feeling so invested in, in Dr. Grant's story and her, her just incredible way of really describing what a visual life is. You know, how people do think differently and that there is equality in all of that, in our differences. So. And her, doesn't hurt, she's very comical. She's yeah. funny completely. She's <laughs> got a flair for the dressing. I guess I was very impressed too. I thought we were jumping in on like a part of a like a larger presentation, and we put it on the TV and the family watched it. Autism is is a big part of our family's life, so we have read Temple Grandin's books and stuff before. But when I realized it was just for Medfield, I was even more blown away. She was really just talking to our community, so uh, it was a it was a huge uh, presentation, and, and just I think it was a really great awareness builder here in town. So. And I, I honestly had no idea she was a hometown hero. She was born and raised in Dedham. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's just, I never really realized that. So thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for your candor and your honesty. I think that um, sometimes, uh, and if the, if the audience comes out there doesn't know, there, uh, at one of our public comments, there was just a, what I, kindly call a profound misunderstanding of the causes and stem of autism. And um, and the and to be honest with you, the people at the table, many of us being parents, said stunned. And yet at the same time, um, the fact that, that CPAC stepped up and then we were able to involve the rest of the community in really saying this is an opportunity for us to all learn about autism and about difference and not simply say, okay, now I'm just being mad about this. It's like, okay, let's bring everybody with us. And I think we all really appreciate that very much so. And uh, sometimes great things happen in lousy moments. So thank you. I don't think anybody let you do anything. <laughs> I think you took it exactly where you needed to go. Um, 
Dr. Marson, with that, do you have anything uh, since posting on June 15th? I do not have to. Then we will go on to old business, um, which uh, seems spelled as current business a lot of the time. Thank you, Janie. <laughs> um, and we have the follow-up discussion after our discussion with the NHS Redevelopment Committee and Trinity from last week. So um, there have been some kind of additional developments since the time that we had the discussion. I do want to thank Trinity and Tom and uh, John from the Redevelopment Committee for being as responsive to so many of the concerns that we raised during that meeting. I think that's uh, pretty much immediately um, we were speaking to Todd, I think pretty much the next morning, where I think a lot of the issues that we had brought up um, Trinity really responded to. And I don't know if you want to kind of uh, speak to that and speak to kind of the process there is um, talking about uh, some of the resolutions around that. Let's remember the superintendent has hearing loss and is right here. <laughs> Did not hear that. Sorry. Um, we all have my, okay. my apologies. Uh, so uh, I think, you know, right after uh, the meeting, uh, we had some conversations with uh, assistant town administrator and town administrator. And I know that Todd was in contact with them as well, um, and also with Trinity. So I think, you know, just trying to get some sort of resolution to the mitigation, which all of you had, had brought up at that meeting. Um, I think that, you know, the resolution of, of um, earmarking $1 million to the district as part of the mitigation for additional students um, was, was a great solution for the district and certainly um, for the community. I think, you know, one of the things that we forget, and I think Monday night when we were talking about it with the board committee, is the amount of money that Trinity is doing for infrastructure right. that is, is a liability for the town right now. And they're taking that liability away from the town, which as um, Mr. Sliney mentioned on Monday night, really should in the long run help out our capacity to, to have a new school. So I think it's all connected and, and um, certainly sounds like a very positive project for the district. I mean, for the town and for the district. I feel uh, very much the same way. I know that uh, Dr. Morrison contacted me uh, on Friday morning and said, you know, Trinity and Todd have already reached out to kind of talk to us about how we can fix some of these issues that were raised that were not simply just per student issues, but kind of long-term mm -hmm. infrastructure and long-term planning issues. And um, I think that that really, certainly for me, for uh, something that I felt was a good project in the first place, but had some uh, holes that we needed to address as a committee um, were answered. And, and, I personally feel, and I have not discussed this with the rest of the committee, but I personally feel that that, to me, at least demonstrated that Trinity was really looking to be a good, solid partner with the town. So, um, I was do we impressed have with the, I was, I was really impressed with the immediate response, uh, you know, to, you know, help provide some sort of resource for us to tackle things that, to mitigation for increases in things like class size, you know, um, whether and, and then also the liability, of course, the removing that liability does free up the, the you know, uh, the one of you know, one other hurdle that may have stayed in the way of a new, stay in the way of a new school. Uh, so, but of course, those immediate things that have popped up, like 
you know, need to, maybe the need for additional bus, the, you know, uh, maybe the need for portable classrooms to mitigate class sizes. Uh, the need know. for additional aids to manage, you know, right. like space needs at the same time. All those Correct. Things. I think the, so I think that extra funding will help cushion the blow. You know, obviously it doesn't solve all the problems. Uh, but it's a long-term town issue. Right. I yeah. So, but I think, uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. And supporting what I said last week, I you know I like the project. I think the you know I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this you know, with those buildings. So. Awesome. Tim, no, I, I mean I echo what you said. It's greatly appreciated. You know, I, mean, I think it was good. Whoever made sure we had the conversation, so that you you heard you know where our concerns were. So I think I think that's great. I, I think we do have to continue to work to town issue mm -hmm. longer term. And I think the yeah. town knows that. Shoot, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's all the same thought. It's all it's all us. So exactly. I mean, I appreciate Christine and everybody coming together afterwards, and the folks from the from the committee immediately responding. I mean, like the next, I think it was the next day you sent some sort of email. I was like, whoa, okay, so there we go. That was helpful. <laughs> so. Yeah, I echo what everyone has just stated. I suppose afterwards, because I'm definitely one who said. I'm pausing and reflecting on this. And because those numbers to me reflected overrides. Um, however, I think maybe it was you, Todd, who said, uh, or maybe it was the um, the head honcho who skipped the Celtic skin. What's his name again? Jim. Jim. Yeah, sorry. I hope he's there tonight. I, I saw Jim here today. Well, it, it was that. Can I go? <laughs> you stay. I'll be right back. I know. I, I suppose, you know, if we we would make safe har harbor if this project went through. And I suppose a, a fear for the town and for me is, you know, if it were a hostile kind of 40B situation, you know, so I had to come out of it after all that was presented that night and, and reflect myself. And then, so that evening, that Thursday, I was ruminating on all these, like, oh, how do I weigh this out? And then the following morning, um, heard the um, the offer of, of mitigation, kind of um, a bit of a safety net for us. And I thought that was a, a gesture of good faith that um, we, you know, we're working together. So I appreciate that. So thank you for, for that. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment as well. I feel like um, separate from being on the school committee, I very much support the project, but I very much appreciate <clears throat> Trinity and the development team listening to the concerns that we had as a school committee in regards to future planning. Um, um, so I'm happy that we were able to like, build that safety net for future challenges that we might see in regards to that. And oh, I know what I was gonna say. So one of the things that um, so Jim presented last week was one of the things that he wants to do for what he's doing is like help the town um, be attractive to future people who would wanna live here, right? I think in that space, you have to recognize that Metfield as a town very much cherishes its school. So I feel like this also shows an understanding of what our town really values and making that move so so quickly after we express concern, I think just shows um, how much Trinity wants to work with the town and keeping Medfield in regards to like what our values are and like honoring those as well moving forward. So. so and I, I also as a as a taxpayer, this is not necessarily school related, but 
virtually everything about a taxpayer being a taxpayer is also school related is that the amount of infrastructure that you are going to be able to put into the central campus then makes other parcels uh, that much easier for other developers or whomever comes in after that to access, right? So that you, by doing that lion's share of that work, um, the other parcels kind of get rolled out a little bit more slowly, allow us to kind of um, have more possibilities. And I think that sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes when I, I hear on Facebook, well, we should be doing, we should be doing all of this all at once. And I think, no, actually, this is this is the way you eat a pizza, right? You eat a slice at a time. You just go from there. If you come in too big, too large, too much with all of the, the parcels and with just completely changing the culture, you're going to end up having a lot more indigestion as a town than you'd ever want to. So I knew I was going to bring a food metaphor. Into this. You guys laughed. I didn't bring up the meatball. Um, but I do think that, uh, in my opinion, you've shown yourself to be very good partners. And it's not simply just, you know, thank you for the million. We do appreciate that. We understand that you understand the value of education to our town, but um, also just the general willingness to have that conversation and to show up here again tonight, um, which was not an obligation in any way, shape, or form. So, um, do you have any particular comments, concerns, thoughts about uh, schools or anything you'd like to reflect at this point? And it's not necessary. I just want to make sure that you're part of the well, conversation I mean, you'd like to see. And I am now looking at you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up. You get it. <laughs> yeah, I would say the conversation really did start immediately after we left the meeting. We're probably right. in the hallway for yeah. an hour. And a lot of that conversation was about venturing with the schools in the future if this were to be approved at town meeting and things up there at that site, the history, archaeology, architecture, ecology, that outdoor classroom, things that could be done with the schools in the future. And then I, you know, I don't want to speak for Jim or Trinity, but I think it was, you know, let's sleep on the rest of what we've heard. Just be and learn. Learn at the meeting and, and what could be done. So I, I don't know. Uh, the, the protocols if you ever vote on these things or someone stands up at town meeting and gives a perspective of the school committee. But I think my only question would be, you know, is that is that something that the school committee could consider? Strangely enough, my next point. <laughs> yeah, that would be helpful. I, I do think, think it would be helpful. helpful. Yes. Um I think so too. We, we, I mean, we, we are very willing to, I think I mean if you can do this a couple of ways. If if the committee feels as though this is something they would like to do, and I'll just simply throw out a couple of possibilities. Um, uh, because this is not necessarily a political issue, but something that uh, we, and we're not voting on it, although we're voting in uh, town meeting, we can say, you know, that we're in support of, of a town program, a town initiative. And we can say that, uh, we could potentially write, and you'll have to make sure that I can do this. We could write um, and Aspen that uh, Aspen is our email blast system to our own constituents and also give it to Patch saying that this is, you know, that Trinity has proven itself to be good partners, that they listen to our concerns. Um, and then we would say one of us could be the representative to stand up and say, 
essentially the same thing in town meeting, so that uh, you know the town knows that the concerns that we have had have been answered and answered quickly, and that there is a consideration of future partnership. Um, I don't know how you guys would like to construct that. Do you have thoughts about that? Well, I think I, I'm tired of your email blast. I think you'll be able to state the facts. I think mm -hmm. one of the things we could do, um, you know, it's it's voting that we are aware of the project and that we, we could vote that we're aware of the project, you know, and have have it on our radar for you know possible impact to learning in our schools, uh, and have you are know, prepared to plan, you know, with you know with the town and partnership with the town, and Trinity has uh, offered uh, mitigation funds to support those plans that planning. I think and well, those are all statements of fact. What do we? Well, that's what I'm saying. Think, you know, I think that. Go ahead, Tim. No, I don't want to interrupt. But no, I, I actually I'm do like the way you worded it. it. I'm trying because... to frame it in a way that's very without saying, you know what I mean? Like without being a political aspect, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think we should vote to say that we've we've evaluated it and we feel that this is something that we can handle the impact in better schools and that it's beneficial for the whole town. So I guess- So like what I caught, I'd like the second part that we continue to work in partnership with the town. Yeah. It is greatly appreciated and, and helps, yeah. but it is a recurring, expense that yeah. we will you know just saying we also you know expect to continue to work with the town right. so this is kind of part of the the conversation also then working with the town to make sure that tax revenue that comes in is, is earmarked or at least kind of understood but that's that's a separate issue yeah, i guess i guess I'm, i guess i'm trying to say that without getting at the political stuff involved, right. you know with everything um if you want us to publicly hear a vote uh, uh, to um vote to have you stand up and answer questions at town meeting, which is one of my other recommendations is I have a feeling people could come to the mic and ask those questions. And so us being there, I intend to be there, of course, but someone being the point person to answer the questions, um, you know, I think would be important and probably should be available because I heard lots of feedback after the meeting last week, um, putting in my own household uh, uh, about strong opinions and the gentleman that stood up here about not getting a school, but yet they're going to do this, even though they're yeah. very separate items. You know, yeah, we want to make sure that we don't conflate those two. That's issues, right. But I think right. that there's a rawness, you know, right. amongst our our constituency on both sides. Yeah. So I think the Aspen email is great, but I think beyond our you know school-aged families, mm -hmm. the, there is a greater community out there that yeah, are not right. in our schools and are also concerned because what happens to the schools happens in their pockets, mm -hmm. right? So they're going to want to know. So I think it is important for us to deliver a very concise, short. We don't have to you know get into it if there are questions, but I do think we discussed it as a committee we shared our concerns immediately you know it was addressed by trinity you know subsequently and we can support the effort yeah. exactly yeah. Okay. and then that helps your committee i'm assuming too to have that support yeah for sure because i think people do have questions and, yeah you know we've uh we've been having this conversation but people aren't tuning in exactly sure right. nobody is there anything else that this is the thing i have learned and i'm sure all of you know this too people do not tune in until approximately five days <laughs> it could be a five-year project or you know like a five-month project sometimes 
it, when the rubber hits the road is when people really start asking the questions. So, is there anything that you've heard that you feel would be helpful for us to address or add to any sort of statement within the uh, school department? Correct. Kind of purview. Yeah, I mean, questions specific. I've gotten is like, you know, I've heard it's you know possibly sixty more students, blah blah blah. How does that is that bad? Is that gonna right. what's what's gonna happen? Right, so some sense to, of perspective. Yeah, I've tried to address this like. It could be an issue if all 60 came into kindergarten at the same time or right. you know that kind of stuff but i said it's a ways off and, I, and i'm trying to you know put, there has been some mitigation now you know consideration by trinity to help offset that it's a revenue positive to the town you know lots of things but I, I i keep reiterating that if we do nothing we are possibly competing like, do you want to go to an override because we've got to figure out how to get, I don't know how many times this messed this out of a collapsing building. Like, that's not fun. I'd rather, you know, Tell me that. go to an override, <laughs> I'd rather be getting a teacher or a building out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's that stuff. It's an unfriendly 40B and having double, you know, then it's out of your hand. Then, then you yeah. can't save, you know, right. what's right. what exactly. out of our control. Is it safe to assume that in your presentation at the special town meeting that you will cover much of what you covered? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. So we don't have to get into the weeds of that. I think our statement should be really clear, concise. We support it as a, we did not take a formal vote, but each individual here supports it. Would you, uh, would you be opposed to a formal vote to say that as a school committee, we we discussed, we've spoken to the Trinity, we've spoken to the Green Development Committee that our concerns yeah. were met. So and we that we are in and, yeah. And we are in support of the as of the project as it is presented. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Dr. Meiser real quick. Um, this sounds similar to you know, when we had to vote in support of the building committee's right. efforts, right? Mm -hmm. I think we're just voting um, this committee's efforts, right. uh, you know, through the, our lens. Obviously, a school building lens is much more impactful on us, you know, but this is a similar impact, right? You know, on, on sure. smaller scale. So I think a vote around that nature is, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I ha I'm hearing the concerns and I'm having the same ones about. You know, what's an appropriate vote versus uh, like I mean we support the work of the committee because it, yeah. it does still say we need to continue to work with the town the, the, what I'm hearing is the pie gets larger that we can draw from especially if, as you just said we don't have to you know, get 20 million dollar mitigation yeah, you know, but we still pick up that five hundred thousand dollar expense we, we need to continue to work with the town which yeah. we will do anyways but it's just saying you know, so so I'm just I want to be a little careful like, it's perfect the work of the committee, right? The recommendations. It just it keeps that unstable. I think of would you like to wordsmith this? Let's uh figure out an insights wordsmith, please. Yeah. Give me input. Oh yeah, motion. you, you the guys. Motion. Oh the motion. The motion. <clears throat> uh, it's it's not all the, I the most concise. We support the work of the committee. The, the what's the no, exact I'm, name of the committee again? I'm sorry, but the Medfield State Hospital Development. We support the proposal that uh, Medfield yes. State Hospital and the uh, and Trinity have put forward. Yes, I uh, believe it supports the school's uh, concerns. I'll just keep it short. 
MC to support that what's going through at Central Commerce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we we support the article. Support, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, right. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry, we can be a little wonky sometimes. But in addition to, I mean, I do think we should the state for the following reasons. that we shared our concerns. Mm -hmm. Because it shouldn't that, that to me that motion well, right the there just yeah mm -hmm. it just sounds like oh we just rubber stamped it I mean but it entailed a lot more discussion perhaps that could be in the article but for the, for the purpose of the motion it's like a, it's a yes or no kind of thing yes, yeah. yes 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 so I would say you know mm -hmm. this is a result of the discussion which we have you know hours of meeting time that people can watch. Hours. Excitement hours. about it. Motion and they will. Through, uh, <laughs> what, this is embarrassing. What number article is the, uh, it's the LBA? One. For the, it's number one, right? So there's no kind of 1A, 1B. And then article two, we don't really need to put anything into because that's just not it's our. It's not our, yeah. It's not our monkeys. Okay. So what do we got? Uh, do I hear a motion for the, Medfield School Committee to uh, vote in support of Article One as presented at the special town meeting um, on June twenty-first, twenty-first, and to uh, speak to the community both in town meeting and speak to the committee to uh, community to uh, communicate that support. So moved. Did you get that, Andrea? Yeah. Okay, that's why there's tape. <laughs> second. Anime second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, the motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. Small yeah. bills, small bills, paperback. No. Nope. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just wanted to quickly say, even if that all you watching uh, it motion and, and both have it nothing, I'm so inspired by the work that you guys have done as a parent makes me want to be a better parent and be more involved in my kids' school. And I know this is not your only job, but um, just the volunteers you have here is pretty interesting. They're pretty fantastic. Luckily, well, there's going to be yeah. some beautiful apartments opening up tonight. <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> that I will then be able to move into so that somebody who wants to be a parent to a lot more children yeah. will so move into my Oh, we yes. are having so um, just if you get feedback and questions yeah. from the community, tell them there's people that answer questions. Yeah, uh, Saturday at the hospital. At the hospital, and it's from what time? To Nine to eleven. Nine to eleven. Okay. Bring your dog. You have are you dog. the one bringing the dog? I'm bringing my dog. <laughs> yeah. I keep caring uh, about this dog. Probably my kids, but um, <laughs> food truck with coffee, drinks, and it's a you know it's a little bit of a, a tough night i think but i think that with the lowered forum and i think you know i think that we okay we will get our you know we'll definitely express that that we feel is that there's not going to be the harm to the school with this and that, that we feel like we could be good okay. thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, look at this. I'm at the end of my script. No, I'm not. All right. Um, the next item up for business, unless anybody feels like doing public comment on that, which would be fine. No, okay. My audience is dwindling here as often happens. 
Um, so the next thing is uh, the school building school building project uh, update, um, which I just wanted to make sure that we circled back to, uh, being that this could possibly be our last meeting of the school year, but probably won't be. Um, and just wanted to make sure, kind of in a housekeeping way, that we reported on kind of where we are in process right now. So. Um, uh, it can be Anna Mae, it can be Jeff, it can be whatever we choose to do. I know that after the last meeting, uh, you volunteered to take on kind of communicating and coordinating. So, and then we sent out uh, an email saying so to the moderator and to the work committee and to uh, the select board. Um, and we received some feedback back from that. So I know that you're kind of following up. Yeah, so I've got a, a chat with Scott tomorrow mm -hmm. to touch base and just just context. What was the letter? No, feedback. No, what, yeah, what was the just... Oh, so just made an introduction. I'll let you talk. You oh, wrote that. Um, essentially, uh, you know, Scott was like, yes, absolutely. We should do this uh, sooner rather than And the later. context was working together to form the new SPC. Right. How do we how do we instill processes how, do, how can we come together to make sure that each of our kind of uh, selections um, and the people that we put forth can actually, you know, perhaps even serve multiple roles? Can we make sure that we have like a very good, well-rounded committee Looking that we don't have, you know, that we're we're not repeating each other's efforts? Um, and uh, Gus's email back was uh, more about how we start the SBC, kind of logged it back in that if you felt that the school committee needs to submit a, um, uh, needs to submit essentially an application to the select board uh, for the kind of school that they want. I think that this email probably takes some, uh, Picking apart, and uh, just because there's there's a lot of issues there, um, and I actually uh, put it in the PDF for Andrea so she can include it in the meeting uh, minutes and the um, discussions. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, um, really talk about. I, and I think what he's trying to do is make sure that it is the school committee that is driving the school project. Again, I think that that's a lot of conversations in the town, and it does seem to be one. It's it's like the two tigers tussling, right? Like we're really supposed to be doing this kind of together, um, but it's almost like the hot potato that kind of. There's goes. a motivation for, the, for that, right. and and so I want to make sure that we're working together. I think it's a smart idea that we put together an idea of what it is that we want, although we did do that in a thousand pages, but it, but I think, you know, an yeah, encapsulated idea. Yeah. Would be fine. I also don't think that it has to preclude the yeah. idea. It doesn't have to preclude actually putting the specific process into place about how we do this too, right? So that we are, you know, that the more kind of operational parts of how we get to a committee how we develop that and have those conversations at the same time. So I think that, that the um, the process of how we pull the trigger on that 
uh, in terms of starting the school project, whatever that starting gun happens to be, can be very different from the, and once we do that, how do we hit the ground running? And what are those actual, um, what are those specific bullet points that would make a school plan that was votable and something that could move forward and then doesn't actually require us to be married to things that we just may not, uh, I, I really hate to be put in a box when a school plan is such an evolving and important kind of uh, work, you know, I think. I, I know I'm reaching the here. Most of watching Leo. <laughs> I'll try not to what you said. But I, I mean, if you, what kind of school we want, I mean, we could probably boil down the last big report into some bullet points. And, you yeah. know, and, you know, so many square really no feet, kind of houses, house. so many grades, has, you know, other side right. of that, it's all regulated, you know, by, you know, code, right? So. But I think it goes a step further, really, Leo, and you talked about it you know, thinking about this strategically, where are we mm -hmm. going? And not just Dale itself, but, you know, looking at the district as a totality and our needs that are gonna be, you know, yep. uh, in different ways, so. I would put, I would hope that they would wanna do a, a town-wide feasibility study, you know, even looking at town hall, what does town hall might need in the future? Relock itself. Ah, but we need an SBC before that. Yeah, well, know? no, but even Relock. But well, I think that's the thing, we're getting ahead of it, right? We, yes. We need to get an SBC. That's, yes. that, so nothing and happens I, until that takes place. Yeah, that, that's right. how I look at it. Right, like, yeah, so I think there's a little bit of a part of And is asking that the SBC be formed. Yeah. Right. Like I can, we can describe the school but it exactly doesn't really, what we want. But if I, if I put yeah. these requirements yeah. so rigid that they have to be in line with what the community is going to support, yeah. and we need the help of the SBC to right to do that. The per, don't we have a permanent building thing, right? Yes. It, right? And shouldn't the but they building... are not supposed to be part of this essentially the way the thing that we voted Bylaw. on, yeah, the bylaw, and did not support yeah. um, has essentially removed the permanent. Building from school building the school building project. It really is that is really not very and, wise. and I continue so, to speak into the air about this, but it's okay because it's law now, so we just really can't do anything. We just have to work with it. Mm -hmm. Um, at least for this school until we can figure out how to kind of refresh my memory. Did the bylaw require that we put this proposal together before it's formed? Uh, there is a different bylaw, apparently. Um, anyway, what I would recommend is that you guys forward. <laughs> yes. email. So I've Gus. reached out to Gus. Okay. And I, you know, so as I said, I've made contact with Scott. Um, we're just going to have a start having chats. Yeah. And, um, and hopefully I will connect with others. And I'll, it's smart set, right? Like Jeremy's, I see you in the yeah, past, Jeremy's sometimes we direct it. It'll be like the question you looked at. It's like, how can we, when can we have an SBC form? Yeah. We even have a. Right. So that's kind of what, you yeah. know, okay. I, I think that we charged anime and us with, you know, like, okay, so let's get, let's get some concrete timelines and some dates yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's, we also, just, you know, this authorized? is the other part of the process. I just authorized a former appointed committee, right? I don't think. Like, 
I'm just reading through my notes again. SPC yeah. needs to submit an application for the kind of school that they want. And so SBC. maybe, or, or not, how, how we said, I'm sorry, the school committee needs to. So is that a, um, that happens and then we form an SPC? Yeah, see, I think yeah. that this could be that a terrible like thing. I think that it's just that was, that's how I see it. You know, essentially, I think uh -huh. Gus, that, was, that was Gus thinking out loud. I can't put, you know, I can't really, they were all interesting ideas and he's willing to put us on the, the selectman's uh, agenda. But I think that his um, ideas that were we to get on the agenda, it would be because we were coming to them with a school building project that we wanted to pull the trigger on before the SBC was begun. I think that probably it would not take a whole lot of tweaking and conversation to say, can we just do both, right? It doesn't have to be neither or let's do both and figure out what this proposal actually is. Because I think there are multiple conversations about what that is. Too. I remember the conversation was that we we're gonna to try to get a consistent process of appointment, right? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to yeah. get a consistent way that we're right. gonna identify folks that wanna be a part of this right. and then do the appointment. Right. I think that's, and I think that's what I, I put out there, but I also think that now there's this additional kind of, uh, it's almost like uh, nobody knows where the tennis ball is supposed to stop in this volley, right? So let's figure out how we, yeah. how we do this. Good luck with that anime. <laughs> you have all of our blessings. You do. Thoughts and prayers. If anyone can do it, you can. But of course, all you know. Be well. We just have to start. We just have to start. This is the issue. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I feel like we're on the starting block, and then everybody's like, "Oh, oh, I'll start. Oh, oh." So we just have to get it going, and be maybe uh, we need to go. With, yeah, we'll push. It. So, um, public gun. Yeah. I I ask because uh, it's please no please comment. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, we feel as though we've wrapped up that discussion to its fullest potential at this point without really going Our down the rabbit hole. Huh? Our goal, the school committee's goal, is to get an SBC form. Yes. Yes, we all agree. Yes. On that. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I'll be stating that. Yeah. We can vote on that if you want. Well, there's really no vote to it. I mean, I think he's being cheeky. Yes. Um, you know, this committee will vote on anything. I, I um, always say, right first rush second that's what i'm saying rushed and right <laughs> yes the mm -hmm. rush is important mm -hmm. yeah we need yeah. to get going yeah. i mean because at this point we're really looking at when you know i mean medfield is it's like the rapture during the summer everybody else has been taken up in the sky and there are like five of us left so it's it becomes more difficult to kind of recruit and really have kind of a wide range of people over the summer so i mean we're already looking at september let's get as much yeah. Uh, kind of infrastructure underneath yeah. this. The process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to move on to the fiscal year 21 update. So Michael, do you have information? So uh, Michael will present um, just the feedback that we got from the end of the year uh, report and the audit that came. We have new auditors this year. The town has changed companies. So it's the first time that Michael and I have worked with them. We met with them a couple of weeks ago. Um, and then they provided uh, the letter, which I believe was in your materials. Yes, um, yeah. 
So Mike. So uh, correct, uh, Dr. Moss and I met with the auditor a few weeks ago. Um, we had them come in because uh, we hadn't met them yet. Uh, they came on board back last August. Um, they started their process with the town last August. Um, in the middle of the audit, they had, I believe, two out of the three auditors that were here left in terms of positions and other uh, <laughs> companies. So the audit came to kind of a, a halt until they concluded and got uh, new auditors. Um, so it did delay the process because usually our uh, end of year audit is around November, December, mm -hmm. um, but they performed the audit uh, in May. So we were take all on that. Um, but they came in, they, they, they did the audit um, and they found that we were in compliance with uh, the audit procedures that they followed, which is we in compliant or we were compliant? We were compliant. Thank you. With the like to clarify that sort of thing, that's one of our few actual jobs. With the DESI requirements, they were fine with the change this year. So they had to go through a few more schedules, but there was no findings. There are a couple of things that they did recommend, one being that. There is a uh, agreement between the select board and the school committee on how they uh, charge the school department with uh, town functions. So that letter uh, sometime in the fall has to be uh, reviewed and re-voted in because the last time it, it was voted in was 10, 12 years ago. Anyway, uh, Did they have order. any specific recommendations about the uh, the way that town and school, uh, the way that we are charged for those, or they simply want to which services would those be like, like a so water, uh, it's, it's fire, plowing, elevators, <laughs> it, it's health insurance, it's financial services, um, rent, uh, resource officer, uh, it's to just different aspects that are. Required by law that we have to cover everything with the town yeah. because we have our operating budget and we have our revolving account, but then there are services that the town provides the schools that have to be charged back to mm -hmm. the end of year report. Um, they didn't have an issue with what how the agreement was, they just feel that there's a new committee and that the last time this was voted in was, I believe, over 10 years ago. That, that should just be reviewed and revoted uh, by so both boards, right, Michael? By both boards. Yeah, I, I only asked if back in the day there was like they don't charge us off for the library, right? Any parts of the li public library. Right? No, that's not uh, because we have our own libraries. And then I broke we run into that. Um, when do you think would be the best time to have that? They will come in and audit this year, I assume, much sooner. So yeah, so we our reports uh, to the Department of Education have to be by the end of September. So I would say that you know when we get back in October, November, that we should get okay. and then uh, so we'll make sure to put that on the schedule. You're so good. So that was what I think that was the major recommendation. Right. 
It could have been worse. <laughs> but we never expected it to be. So uh, as I, as I say every year, thing. you know, the end of the year report is a fair, and you know, Michael does a great job with it every year. Gets it in on time. Um, that was never the practice here before Michael came there. It was always late, so it's it's great. It's great that he takes he takes such pride in his work, and the audit showed that he does a great job. So I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to officially say, and Kathy. I know you're fascinated. Well, I am. All right, I good. actually do too many things. You're the one. <laughs> um, but if you don't have any public comment, then I will move on. Okay, thank you. Um, so then we move on to donations. Uh, Dr. Marson, if you'd like to present. Sure, thank you, Madam Chair. I ask that you approve the following donations as shared $5,000 to the Medfield CPAC from Louise excuse me, Lewis and Mary Kate Smith Foundation, $1,000 to the Medfield High School gift account from Gail Duffy, $8.10 to the Blake Middle School gift account from Box Tops for Education, $920 to the Medfield High School gift account from donations made in the honor of former uh, Medfield High School teacher, John Coco Jr. And an itemized uh, donation list is included in the materials. Um. Actually, I just caught something else from Gail Duffy. Uh, recently retired Gail Duffy. Retired, yeah. Yes. Thank you, nice. Gail. I mean, I thank everyone who has donated, but I, I think that's just very kind. Thank Cur you. Curiosity, um, Dr. Marshall, around the Medfield CPAC. Um, my, I, I was just under the impression that CPAC was a separate 501c3. No, we changed that last year. They asked us to. Yeah, but, but we do. We take care of the finances. So the new procedure for the secretary is that we check it with all the accounts. Yeah. That we manage which account. They have to go around and check out the schedule on it to make sure that everything goes into our community. Yeah, I was just yeah. curious. Yeah. We, what was that like last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so moved. Uh, um, did I make a motion? Oh, Motion to approve donations as read by Dr. Marston. So moved. Thank you, Leah. Do I have a second? Second, Anna May. Okay, and all in favor say aye. 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 Okay, motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. And uh, here we are in the wrap up part of this. Does anybody have informational items? I know that Tim wanted to put something out there quickly, but. Um, Dr. Just a quick, you know, as we end another year, I just want to, you know, thank all of you for your dedication and your work. Certainly, um, all of our students, our teachers, our parents. Um, it's, it was, it seemed like a year that lasted. It was quick in some regards, but in other regards, I look back on some of the things that we've had to go through. It seemed like a really long year as well. So, um, just happy that um, our kids continue to do really, really well. Our teachers are working hard. I know that everyone. I wish everyone a great summer. Thank you. Okay. And uh, okay, to reiterate that, I will not voluntarily have a meeting in July. Good. July off, right? How'd it go? Unless things go really sideways. Graduation Yeah, that was great. And it's great that it's outside. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Fifth grade went well today outside. Fifth grade was great. Uh, yeah. I learned a lot today, too, that the haunted bathrooms that we look. Um, <laughs> that the kids spoke, and they're a little bit smelly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this speaker? <laughs> they were the, uh, every representative, there was a representative from each of the fifth grade classrooms that could up and speak about a memory, uh, an elementary school too. 
So the only time as a grad who was in the Olympics yeah. this year was a speech right, yeah. and she was a guest speaker. Yeah, it was great. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, the whole thing was cute. Right. So the year that uh, our kids were in fifth grade, uh, Jim James. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. It was like odd, but life-changing. <laughs> it was like it popped up on my, my memories the other day. Yeah, and I was no, like, cool. that was one of the funniest graduation speeches. And I love living in a town in which uh, your local bookstore owner is also seen as a superhero. Oh, it's awesome. You know, it's so it's just great. Yes. And that's like, every year those are great, yeah. great events. And so I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, and I'm grateful to MMA and all the, yes. the oh, yeah. groups. I love how we do that at the end of the year. It just reiterates how we can't do this alone. No. And so it's all these, um, you know, community supported organizations that really help lift us up. So thank you. Um, it's what keeps uh, a budget that by necessity stays pretty close no. to the bone, allows us to be as creative. As, as we're able to sure. so, um, I keep on pointing at Tim, but only because Tim and I had a conversation about something oh. that we wanted to put on the agenda and talk about a little bit. Uh, yeah, if we, I think we- um, In preparation for whatever we might do this summer in terms of workshops. I think you said there will be one more meeting. I is think it, that we're gonna have to do one more I meeting and there's some housekeeping. Probably for contracts. Yeah, so bargaining. we'll do a meeting. We have to come out to, um, and announce those should we vote on them positively. Um, but there are a couple of things that we might need to do, um, housekeeping stuff I wanted to talk to you about anyway. But Tim, yeah, so if, if we were to do another meeting, and I know <clears throat> I've just talked about um, a structure that can just um, facilitate a little more community engagement and, and involvement. That at least uh, Dr. Morrison, I talked to you a little bit about it. I, I'd like to, we, we've talked about it as maybe doing it at, as a workshop, mm -hmm. probably in August. I think that would be appropriate. I'd love to just kind of <clears throat> describe it at a high level. Mm -hmm. um, you know, try to keep it in like the 15, 20 minutes, get just initial input. So we all have something to think about during the summer. Um, so that would be, uh, I do recognize sometimes the you know, meetings we run are brief to just do this. I think that would be. I think that if, you know, knowing that the, the very few things that we would need to do at that next meeting in open session, I don't, I don't, wouldn't mind devoting, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, and, and I'm keeping it more the discussion than, summer. Than, than just cool. a couple ideas. That's right. That's right. T-shirt done. Little Even on remote, because I might make that a remote meeting. <laughs> so if you're shooting a T-shirt, cutting your computer out. <laughs> I always feel I always feel accomplished when I get one Francesca to laugh behind the scenes. Right. I always Sorry. <laughs> right. um, so future agenda items would be this uh, kind of community involvement and communication. Um, and uh, depending on uh, how we want to structure this uh, MASC school committee roles and responsibilities workshop. Um, which actually I spoke to Jim Harvey about this and he said it would be about 90 minutes. So it may be something that we want to consider in a different context than one of our nighttime yeah. meetings, but then also film it so that people have that as a, a resource. You know, so maybe it's something we can collaborate with Midfield TV on, um, somewhere in the studio, you know, we can do it there. There's no reason we need to do it here. 
and assuming that, you know, I mean, I think these are great things for people to know because each of us always learns something different when you're in the weeds so often. It's it's nice to know certain nuggets that are different um, and kind of help you guide how you think about your school career and your, your job. Um, and then in August, uh, we also have the 22-23 uh, election of officers for the school committee. So we'll hit that when we get there, but I just wanted to make sure that, that is our next official scheduled meeting. What's the date on that again? Um, well, our next scheduled regular meeting is on August 26, 2022. Um, and uh, we've talked about perhaps needing to schedule a meeting next week, but we'll see uh, what happens. We do have another week and a half of June left. I assume that everybody's hitting the road immediately after the it's August 24th. Mentally, my brain goes away after the 30th. Okay, so it's August 24th. I correct the record. What will I have? A Wednesday? No, wait, no, wait. I decorrect. Three for Thursday. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Third time for the Three times for the normal one. Okay. For us, September. Generally, a lot of schools are in August. Yeah. When's your college drop off, Jeff? Right around there. Yeah. For one, for one child. <laughs> Labor Day for the other one. Yeah. 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 Oh, so uh, would the 24th be a, a particularly bad? You mean because they're late? Whenever it is, somewhere I'll, in the sure. time. I'm sure. I'll figure it out. Okay. So out. Uh, as of now, it's scheduled for the 25th, but we may need to change that. Uh, I find it hard to look two months into the future a lot of the time anyway. Okay. So, uh, was there any? I didn't actually ask Michelle or uh, if there were any other information. I don't have any other information. I'm not here on August 25th. I could zoom in, I guess. Well, you know, that's a real bad meeting to miss, Michelle, because that's when we give really out the jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Great move. Yeah. Great move. Oh, I see. I see recording secretary all over your future. Or, all right, we're going to bring it together. Uh, do I hear a motion to adjourn? So moved. Anime, second? Tim Knight, second. Tim Knight, and all in favor? Aye. Aye. The motion passes and meeting is adjourned at 8.32. Uh -huh.